Welcome to Adventist Reflections, your network sharing character building ideas. Now to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. When we think about something working, we mean that it does what it's supposed to do. It's, it's not broken. It's working. This is also true of people. When people work, they are not broken. Now, some of you might not be working. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're injured. And that might be a bit of a different thing. And yet, in, in that state of physical ability or mindset, you still can be productive for God. When we think about working, we always think about the idea of having a part-time job or maybe having a, some kind of full-time job or, or even a, a, a volunteering kind of work when we can contribute something back to our fellow human beings. Now, when Paul speaks of the importance of work, he even suggests that slaves are to serve their master as they would serve Christ himself. He says, work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. He says that those who do not work should not even eat. You see, my friends, whatever we do, we are to do it joyfully because work is not a curse. Work is a blessing. When we think about education and the idea of work, I would like to propose that education is not just for the purpose of getting a job or becoming uh, a great capitalist uh, with the best economy, pursuing power and money. Christian education is to transform the thinking and the character of the student to do the work to glorify God. Ellen Watt says, Ignorance is not acceptable to God and is indeed unfavorable for the doing of his work. She even goes so far as to say that ignorance is a crime when light and knowledge can be obtained. So, to commence this, we could start by querying what work is indeed. Those of you who like uh, work, maybe apply yourselves in the idea of physics, will know work as as W equals to F and S, also known as work equals to force uh, times displacement. In other words, work, work refers to the energy transferred to one object to another in the space of time to be displaced. It is interesting, though, that I am speaking of this because we spoke about matters related to science in the previous episode. Nevertheless, 
Today, it is not about that. It is today, it goes beyond these natural signs. I would like to propose that to apply this to the spiritual signs, we are to go beyond this idea. And before doing so, we must apply it to the maybe the psychosocial sciences. In doing so, I would like to propose that work is anything that comes to your hand to do which becomes productive, something that brings a benefit either to self or to those surrounding you, or even to both. Yes, when I think of work, I think of the multiple benefits it brings. And with such benefits, there is this aspect of intentionality. What about you? When you think of work, what comes to your mind? Some of you are sitting there considering the idea that you do not have a job, like I said before. Or some of you might be thinking that when you think of work, you think of the worst thing ever. And yet others might be thinking that work is the best thing that has happened to them. Whatever you're thinking and whatever your situation is, I like to propose that even if you don't have a job, you are working in some capacity. From the moment you wake up, you have this drive to keep going, some intention to either get you or keep you out of bed or to keep you in bed. The question is, what is your purpose? What is your intent? And how do you accomplish it? The wisest man ever lived, Solomon, inspired by God, wrote the perils of those who desire many things and yet they have little purpose in their life to achieve such things. He speaks of the blessings of work. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, and verse 25, and chapter 13, and verse 4, he even says that many become greedy and jealous of the achievement of others, but such desire and bitterness bring no benefit. It is the hard labor of the working hand and mind that which brings satisfactions to such desire. Likewise, we were inbuilt with a desire to glorify God. Nevertheless, such desire was required at the fall in the Garden of Eden, when as a race we took the step to fulfill our own passions against God's desires and instructions. Here is the thing. When the mind of a person reconnects with that of God, that is, the moment you accept Christ as your personal Savior, your mind becomes something different. It commences to have this longing, this desire, this need to bring others to the same Christ you are now worshiping. And in doing so, much satisfaction comes from such doing. That is the work of God. That is indeed the work of the Christian my Adventist Reflections family, this is the same God inspired by the same man Solomon to write in Ecclesiastes 9.10 that whatever your hands finds to do, go ahead and do it with your might. Yes, do it with all your strength. Be intentional. Place all the efforts to do what God has called you to do. He then continues in saying that it is the day when the Christian must work because there is no work and thought or knowledge, or wisdom in the graveyard to which you and I are eventually going to go. So today is the time when we have to work. Family, you, yes, you who listens from every corner of this world, these reflections today are inviting you to think about the work you do for God, for His glory. Are you placing all your energy and efforts in what he has given you to do? Even in that job that you do not like. Yes, perhaps it's God is calling you to find another job where you can glorify and serve him better. 
What about those chores at home? You know, those ones that need to be done, which are your duty? Are you placing all your abilities in giving the best result you can? What about the role of bringing others to Christ? Yes, the work of a Christian is that of letting others know what Christ is offering to them. To finish these reflections, a passage of scriptures come to mind. This is found in Romans chapter 2, verses 5 to 11, saying, But according to your hardness and unrepentant heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath, in the day of the righteous judgment of God, who will pay back to everyone according to their works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and incorruptibility, eternal life, but to those who are self-seeking and don't obey the truth but obey unrighteousness will be wrath and indignation, oppression and anguish on every soul of man who works evil on the Jew first and also on the Greek, but glory and honor and peace to every man who works good to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. Dear listeners, I do not know about you, but to me this helps me recenter my attention into what work is all about, into why I displace energy in time and space, in fact, into into why God has given me such an energy. Yes, to all Christians, indeed, I will dare to say, to all human entities, God has given the work of ministry. He is the King of glory, yet he declared that the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. He is the majesty of heaven, yet with willingness he consented to come to this earth to do the work laid upon him by the Father. He set therefore an example of industry. He worked with his hands at the carpenter's trade. From every time that he had something to do, he put all of his efforts in that doing. From an early age, he acted his part in sustaining the family. He realized that he was a part of a family, a firm, and with willingness, he bore this share of the burdens of the home. In doing so, he gives us this example to prepare uh, himself for the ministry that he had to do, for the work of bringing salvation to the human race. Today, I invite you to do the same. Today, I invite you to use every faculty, every attribute with which the Creator has endowed you to be employed for His glory and for the uplifting of the people around you. Today, I invite you so that as you make God part of everything you do, part of your work, you also find the purest, the noblest, and the happiest exercises. And I can guarantee that you too will find an open door to an even richer growth of your laboring hands and mind. I am Dr. Dancy and today I choose to love God, seeking to embrace His duty for me as a Christian, that of working for His glory. How about you? <music>